comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko. Joining me, as always, is our resident co-host of the year, Michael Montgomery Luther. That's perfect. That's exactly what my name is. They called me Monty in high school. Big Monty. Yes, we did. Uh, You've heard of Montana Max? Well, let me tell you about Montana. Wait, no, never mind. Well, I've already already forgot what what arbitrary middle name I made up for you. (laughs) It was Montana. Or Montgomery, I mean, Montgomery. But in Tiny Toons, he was Montana Max, but they always called him Monty. Good, good pull there. So nice. when when you said they called you Monty, that's where I went. I was trying to that's trying how, to that's how the brain works. The yep. two. Well, I love it. Thank you. Uh, you know what I like, Mike, that we've never really discussed on the show. Okay, I, I'm secretly like a fan of magic, mystery, and illusion. Well, yeah. Uh, although, Obviously. although I was also that that kid who. Uh, Back in the 90s when they had, like, you know, the masked magician who would go on and spoil the secrets of all the stuff. I always wanted to know who was under the mask. Um, but that, for me, that be- that became like a, I don't, I don't want to say lifelong. I'm not, I mean, I'm old, but I'm not that old. Uh, but that became like, I, I like knowing how things work. That's, right, yeah. That's why, you know, I spent a lot of my 20s, yeah, mid mid twenty like, 25 to 34, I bought a lot of like wrestler autobiographies. Yeah. And some yeah. were, some were better than others, but you know, it was like that peek behind the curtain, so to speak. Um, what, what went on, you know, in, in the back oftentimes. Um, so I don't know, just, I don't know. I, I, I say all this, I bring up magic because one of our good friends, and if this were on YouTube, this would make even more sense. Um, but, uh, one of our good friends and YouTube mates, uh, in fact, the founder, I think of the YouTube mates group is, is yes. a, is a Brit. No, I know this because he, part British, part Romanian, I believe. Yeah. I think Sounds I know, about right. know that yeah. because he was on like the Romanian version of America's got talent. Right. Or Romania's got talent. Um, yeah. Siler is a magician. Yes. And uh, you probably know this more than me. You've actually been on, on some of his YouTube shows before. I have. He has done magic for you, Mike. What, what's that? Ma- magic for Mike? Magic Mike? What? <laughs> he, uh, yeah, we had uh, a couple of the YouTube mates uh, get together via Zoom. They've done it several times. I've only been to one. But they uh, he did a magic. And the first time that it was only like it was me and three other people, I think. And he did a card trick for us, and it's out there on YouTube somewhere, our reactions to it. And I seriously was blown away. Uh, just just the, what he did, you know, and, and uh, not giving away the trick. Well, first, I don't know how he did the trick, but <laughs> it was one of those. It, it's a, a very classic magic mis- misdirection. I thought he had messed the trick up, and then lo and behold, he did not mess the trick up. Ooh. Oh. Are you saying that he pulled the wool over your collective eyes? Yes, yes, indeed. I, uh, you know, speaking of magic, I don't know where you're going with this, but uh, speaking of magic, I remember being little, like, I want to say eight, nine, maybe. And I had like a little magic kit or whatever it was. I don't know if my mom will re- remember this, but, and I'm going to give away a, a, a trade secret for magic. All right. I'm going to tell you how I did it. Okay. So the way the trick works is you have a fake thumb. Like it's like a, basically a <laughs> sleeve that goes over your thumb. Yeah. Plastic sleeve, hollow inside, right? Essentially so you a, take a, a, uh a thumb this. You take the scarf, right? And then you uh 
you essentially like you move your hand a certain way. It's not going to make sense since it's audio podcast, but for Greg, Greg sees it. And then you take the uh, the thumb cover off, and then you 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 pretend like you, so your thumb cover is in your hand, like in, in your fist, and you pretend you're putting the scarf just in your hand, and then you put the thumb cover back on. So now it's thumb with the the the, the scarf, you know, covering it, or opposite of what I just said. Sorry. Uh, but essentially, it looks like you, you know, it, it disappeared. Right. Right. It looked like the scarf disappeared. Uh, it, like I said, it makes more sense if I do it visually. Uh, but I did that for my aunt and my mom. I remember walking downstairs and they were sitting on the kitchen, uh, sitting by the kitchen table. And I, I, I don't know. I think maybe it was in the morning, afternoon. I'm not really sure. But I showed it to them and either they're very good actors. <laughs> or they were genuinely shocked. And honestly, it could be either one. Right. Because, you know, I mean, and especially from, like, a little kid point of view, like, you know, like, if, you know, Garrett shows you something, even if you're like, dude, I know exactly how you did that, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, wow. You know, like, I do that. I do the same thing for my, like, my uh, nieces and nephew, you know. I'm trying uh, to think if well, I would do that, though. I might be that one a-hole dad that's like, yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> Get your head out of your butt move on. Yeah, but I, I but I still remember that. Um, so I I, I mentioned magic. Uh, give our, our boy uh, Siler a shout out. Check him out on YouTube. Siler S Y L A R Magic, all one word. And uh, if you go through his videos, you too can find the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Somewhere in there. Somewhere. He's got a he's got a lot of really good videos. He he did. Uh, I think this might be like he. Well, less than a year ago, I guess. But he did all, like a uh, Magic Hot Ones version. I really like. Oh, yeah, I do like Hot Ones. Yeah, I'm biased. Uh, um, I got a buddy of mine who's been on Hot Ones. Brett Baker. Brett Baker. Yeah. And uh, had, uh, has had two songs now sung to him by Russell Brand. Yes, we need to get him on the podcast. Uh, I would, but he's a little too dignified for for us. <laughs> uh, I will tell you right now. I commented on one of the video. I think on the, either his video or something, uh, and I got a response back. This is like several months ago. Got a response back. Something like I, I just needed an invite or whatever. Well, huh. so I think he's more open than you think. You know, I mean, yeah, he's cool and he's popular, but you know, okay. it didn't. It didn't seem like he had shut it out no. completely. He's a good dude. I, I've, yeah. I've met him. He's a Husker fan. Uh, I've, I've met him tailgating at a at a Husker game before. So, um, all right. Well, let's get into some of our topics. And I'll be honest yeah. with you. There's probably been more news. Uh, now, this is not for Mike. This is for you, the listener. There's probably been more news than what we're going to cover here on the show. Uh, it's just that we haven't found any of it. <laughs> we didn't d- deep dive. We're actually going to yeah. start in a... Um, Probably the greatest superhero of all time, and that'd be Green Lantern. As you all know, uh, there's a no green... one, no one, no one thinks that. Well, that's not not entirely... even green, not even Green Lantern. That's not entirely accurate. Um, they are making a Green Lantern series for HBO Max, and I'm very excited about this. It's I think going to be I don't know if it's going to be Green Lantern core ish, but there it looks like they're I don't want to say they're moving away from like Hal Jordan, but they did finally cast their first lantern. And it is veteran of the American Horror Story series by the name of Finn Whitrock. Yes. Uh, playing Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. Uh, so here's the thing. And, and, and I don't know much about Finn. I don't watch American Horror Story, so the name doesn't jump out to me. But. There should be great unrest among the, I will be blunt, and a little unfair, ginger community. Because Guy Gardner has red hair. Finn Whitrock does not have red hair. And in an era where people are losing jobs, stepping away from jobs because they do not match the on-screen look, of of a, a character, where are are real gingers? You you know you're you're not wrong. Uh, or I, I like I understand where you're, definitely where you're coming from. 
Uh, one thing I don't know, a lot of people don't know this, but on set, like on like a like a movie set, like with all like the moving parts and everything, uh, everyone on there has to have a soul. So uh, <laughs> that's why, you know, that's one of the reasons you know they can't. I I, I don't know, just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Google just now and I typed in red haired actors. I said, well, that's uh-huh. got to be fair. And they gave me a small, like, if you, it, it was mostly actresses, I'll be honest, at the top, you know, like Isla Fisher, Jessica Chastain, etc. Um, yeah. But IMDb has a list uh, called ginger male actors. Of course. Uh, so uh, Alan Tudyk would be one. Okay. Uh, Damian Lewis, while you might not know the name, did you ever watch the HBO show? Gosh, it was, it's 20 years old. Uh, Band of Brothers? No. No. Never watched Band of Brothers? Uh, No. I've heard of it. I've heard good things. I never watched it. I I didn't, you know, the last, the the first time I got HBO was whenever, uh, someone might, may have, uh, you know, slipped me a password. I don't, about a year ago. Don't know anything about that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who. Hmm. Um, Tom Goodman Hill. He's too old. He's born in the '60s, and he's from England, so that won't work. Nope. Brendan Gleeson uh, is Irish, also old. Uh, you may not again. You may not know the name, uh, but he was in Harry Potter. Uh, he, he Mad Eye Moody. If you watched uh, the Harry Potter okay. movies, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. He's been in. You know, other things. I think he was in Braveheart. Uh, anyway, uh, Danny Bonatucci, Eric Stoltz. Um, Eric Stoltz, by the way, the OG Marty McFly until he got mm-hmm. uh, recast <laughs> yep. in while filming. Um, Carrot Top. I'm glad they didn't go that way. <laughs> I'm just uh, like, they're... is Guy Gardner known for his commuted props? No. <laughs> He is oh, okay. I was his comedic prop. Um, uh, David Caruso, <laughs> Rupert Grint. I mean, like it's a okay, okay, okay. Ru- no, Rupert Grint. That was the one that I was thinking of. I was like, well, red, red hair, Ron Weasley. Yeah, that's the like that. So it's it's almost. And by the way, most of them are British, or or maybe or or Irish, or Irish, Scottish. Like they're not too yeah. many, you know. Uh, Alan Tudyk, you know, was one. Uh, David yep. Crusoe, I, I or uh, yeah, David Crusoe was born, you know, on this side. But like so many of them, the list. Is, okay, Chuck Norris is apparently considered a ginger. Don't tell him that to his face. Uh, nope. Anyway, um, just not that many. I, I guess they don't have a, a choice. Michael Fassbender, but he's you know he's too well known. Paul Bettany, you know, they both got their hands in other. So, wait, Michael Fassbender is a a redhead. Um, yes, I would have never guessed that. It's a shade of red. Fifty shades of red, don't you know? So here's the thing. I'm going to throw out a ridiculous one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, kind of. As, as we're going down, uh, this ridiculous like Guy Gardner is known for being, you know, kind of a smartass, kind of an a hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sarcastic Seth Green. There's a world in which Seth Green would make a really good guy gardener. Does does uh, Seth Green have to go through the uh, Hollywood uh, diet plan in order to play the role? You mean like what uh, Kunil? I'm probably not pronouncing it, but I know who, which, where he has to go. Like from yeah. like flabby to shredded. Shredded, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you think he'd want to? No, no. I don't. I don't. I. I, I really don't. I don't. Like, I think he could, but I think he. No, I don't. I don't think he would want to uh, cut out all bad food and work out twice a day <laughs> for six months every day. No, I don't. Okay, that's fair. Um. All right. Here's one more. I'm gonna throw out. Scott Grimes. Now, you may not know the name, but you might know the face. He was in the movie Mystery Alaska, which was hard to believe 22 years ago. Uh, opposite uh, uh, Russell Crowe was in that movie uh, and, and many more. Did you ever see 
uh, Mystery Alaska? It's a hockey movie. I I did not, but I'm looking at Scott Grimes now, and yeah, I could see that. Uh, by the most recently, I think uh, been on he was on Orville, which was the okay. Seth MacFarlane uh, like Star, Star Trek. Trek. I don't want to call it a parody as much as it was an homage. You know, like homage. They, yeah, they didn't ever yeah. make fun of Star Trek. In fact, I I enjoyed Orville. Uh, I watched it. Uh, the two seasons are on Hulu. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I, I throw my support towards him. I think he's young enough, established enough, but also like fringe recognizable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, I think we spent enough time, you know, finding red haired actors to play a red haired character, which is what we're all about. We're all about authenticity, uh, in Hollywood these days. So Finn, I know you just got the job. You're out, buddy. Yeah, sorry. Um, the Nerds United podcast has spoken. Listen up, Hollywood. By the way, I have a, a ginger buddy uh, whose name is Brody, who may or may not listen to the show anymore. I, I don't know. Um, at one point, he would have made a really good guy gardener. But then he let it. Actually, there's an, an era in Guy Gardner's fictional history where mm-hmm. he. Um, like grows out his hair, grows out a beard. Actually, has a red lantern, a red ring, and uh, is a little bit more on the darker side. And oh. last time I saw Brody, he had his hair grown out a little bit. Uh, but you know, it's, it's he's not an actor, so uh, that's going to be one problem. <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, so anyway, one down. Who knows how many more Green Lanterns to go. So let's move on to some other superhero news. Invincible, which just completed, which you didn't even know this, which is kind of fun to break that news to you, uh, just finished up season one on Amazon Prime, has been renewed for two more seasons. Uh, Not a whole lot of detail there. Uh, There's not any type of production time frame to my knowledge, Um, but it's, it's a natural segue into the end of season one, Whew, Mike. We've both seen the episode. Spoilers ahead. If you haven't seen Invincible, um, you should. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, it, 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 I was telling Greg, it is the most one of the most violent episodes I have ever seen. Like this dude, I was. I, 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 trying to think of how to say this but like he might be one of the best villains as far as like just not care like he he's there to take over the world he like literally kills uh probably hundreds of people if not more and and i just does it to prove a point to his son right you know like throws his son into like a building kind of uh to, to prove like, hey, these humans are are, are useless and worthless. Uh, takes him and holds him by his the back <laughs> of his neck into a speeding train, which and, and you see like the people hitting his. So, so by the way, his uh, spoiler alert, uh, for everything. Obviously, uh, his son's obviously superhuman too. Yeah. Uh, so it's essentially like you know they're all hitting like a. A brick wall. Like everybody's hitting a brick wall at speed. But his right at, at full speed. Uh, but his son seeing everything because his son, of course, is wanting to save humanity because he, you know, like he said, he lived on Earth or he lives on Earth. That's that's you know that's all all he knows. Uh, I did not know it was this season premiere. In fact, uh, I actually watched it early. Like, I didn't watch it in the morning like I normally do. It was actually in the afternoon. Right before I took a nap, because you know naps are essential. Um, and uh, Nolan was watching it with me, and uh, after it was over, he goes, "Oh, is that the series finale?" I was like, "Or season finale?" I go, "No, I think there's probably at least one more. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think there's at least one more episode." And uh, it 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 ends. I can see it going both ways. Like if I, if I would have heard there was another episode, I'm like, "Yeah, that makes sense." And it's kind of a little cliffhangerish. Uh, obviously, you you don't know. Um, what happens like the Omni man flies away into deep, deep space. So uh, invincible is there to kind of take his place as protector of 
uh, Earth. But yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to season two and season three. Hopefully, they come uh, in a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, it, it just in kind of replaying the you know or, or in my mind and hearing you talk about that subway, um, you know, scene which was like ghastly, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I I am reminded of the for lack of a better term, moral superiority of, I go to like Spider-Man 2 when, you know, Tobey Maguire is doing everything he can to slow down the, the subway train, you know, and, and he, and he passes out from exertion and, you know, they're holding them, him up over, you know, in appreciation and be like, Oh, he's just a kid. He looks like he could be my son. And, you know, they give him back his mask or whatever he comes to. He's like, like your secret save with me, Spider-Man. And, and off he goes. Uh, just the complete opposite, you know. Instead of saving uh, the, the subway, Omni Man is making it his mission to be like, I, I again, like you said, to prove a point. Everybody on this train is going to die at your face, essentially. Yeah. Not only that, but in almost any other movie. The scene where he, you know, Omni Man is holding, uh, Invincible there. You know, at the last second, Invincible gets that last burst of strength and he's able to push away, you know? No, that, that doesn't happen. Like there, and there was so many moments like that throughout this, this, the series even, and especially this last episode where you think, Hey, this is going to happen. You know, he's finally going to have the strength to do this. And uh, no, his 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 dad essentially uh, beats him bloody, uh, very very bloody, and then just kind of like give, gives up, sort of, you know. Well, it, uh, he, it's um, you know, dad's making the point of like you know, based on on the type of species that we are, you know, we age much slower. He said, "You'll you'll still look like you're thirty when all of everybody you know is dead." Um, you know, and he's like, what What are you going to have, you know, 500 years from now that, you know, you're not going to have anybody and, and, and Invincible, like, barely squeaks out like, you, Dad, I'd, I'd still have you. And that was the, yeah. like, the emotional, like, straw that broke the camel's back where Omni-Man's like, I'm checking out, you know, and that's when he took off. Um, then you have the... Uh, I can't remember the the character's name. He we saw him earlier in the season. Uh the the alien who speaks through um like tel- telepathy, I guess. Uh you know, yeah. he he meets uh invincible Mark uh on on the uh, on the moon and he's like that they don't give up. You know, they're they're going to come back. <laughs> and uh so I can see that, you know, it's going to be like a one kid versus an army type of situation, I I, I think. But I, I also think that they gave us some foreshadowing as to some of the adventures that Invincible is going to uh, be on in coming seasons, or, or you know, seasons or episodes down the road. At when they did a little clip montage of you know some of the alien species and things like that that uh, that he's going to run in or you know. It's almost like a down the road on Invincible type of situation, you know. We see the the big um, lion dog alien guy who who walloped the, the crap out of him, you know, a few episodes ago. You had the like the crime boss, you know, who he thought was his friend, who ended up like you know replacing Mister Robot or or whomever, um, you know, who that was all a stand in. For, uh, and all the a show for Invisible. So there are, I guess, more loose ends to tie up than just dear old dad. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. True. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I do think, now I, I know that both of these series are this way in the comics, in their original adaptations, but between Invincible and the boys, there's mm-hmm. just something about, the stuff on like these comic adaptations on Amazon prime. They're like, we're going for it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, right or wrong. I mean, I don't, you know, again, I'm, I'm watching it. So, but it's, 
I mean, I, I, I try to, I try to envision that subway scene like on, on, in the boys, because that's easily something that Homelander would do. Yeah. You know, like Homelander and Omni-Man are almost one in the same. Like we're better than you. Mm-hmm. We're going to prove it. You know, we all yeah. have our agendas type of things. Um, but that I, I would struggle, I think to watch that if it were in live action and not animated because <laughs> that was uh, grisly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyway, uh, Invincible is over uh, for now. And like, like yeah. Mike said, a couple weeks, Invincible season two, if, <laughs> if, uh, if there was any luck in the world. My, uh, um, what do you call it? Appointment television. Uh, on uh, Friday nights is dwindling down. Like no Falcon Winter Soldier now. Now, now no more uh, Invincible. I just got Mighty Ducks Game Changers, and I have a feeling that's going to be done in an episode or two. I uh, was watching it, and then I broke mm-hmm. away to get to come and record. So um, I had just gotten to the point. I think I'd asked this question on a previous previous episode of like, are we supposed to be getting some of the old ducks? Mm-hmm. And then we got the old ducks today. <laughs> So, a yep. uh, little pizza party, which pizza party sounds good right about now, does it not, Mike? Yeah, it does. Where would you like to have, if you could have a pizza party, where would you want that pizza party to be? Uh, can I go time and place? I mean, are you sending out invitations? <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm going back. I'm going back in time. Oh, oh, oh okay. I thought you were just, I thought I'm, I, I'm, my question was like, you, you can have a pizza party next week, Mike, where do you want to go? But I like yours better. Uh, I'm going back in time to like the 90s and I'm going uh, either just a pizza hut or if you remember in Highland, I think it was called Mazio's. Still there. Is it still there? It's oh, probably yeah. not as good now. It's pretty good. But is it still good? Okay. I, I, I had a, I had the buffet recently. Well, ah, within okay. the last couple of years and uh, it holds okay. up. It's fine. Holds up. That's where I would go. I can't believe don't you drive through Highland every other week? No, no. You probably get on Ellis Road. Never mind. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, getting exactly. we're getting very specific now. <laughs> <laughs> you make a left and you go down three miles. <laughs> um, I just know that because I've been blazing that trail the last few weeks as well. Um, yeah, so old school Pizza Hut uh, would be. Probably my number one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, uh, it's not, it's not the newest episodes. I was listening to a, a Fat Man Beyond, not too terribly long, which I do anyway. But instead of like comic books and stuff, Mark was talking about how he was watching this show uh, from history called the, the Food that, that Built America, and okay. and how um, it, one was, in, and I've seen three episodes. They're on Hulu. They're tremendous. They talk about, you know, like uh, Kellogg and Post Serial and how, like, Mr. Post, like, stole the idea and went off and did his thing. And then Kellogg came back, made it, you know, refined it, made it better. There's, like, right. the the Mars chocolate and Hershey chocolate. There's, you get into, uh, um, uh, like, KFC, McDonald's, but, you know, some uh, Heinz ketchup, you know, for crying out loud. Uh, just all, all kinds of things. But... The, Mark was talking about an episode I haven't seen yet. Uh, I don't think it's on Hulu, but it's about, you know, like you have little little Italy pizza or something like that, and they make pizza. But in the pizza boom of the 50s or 60s or whatever out in Bozeman, Montana, they don't know what actual pizza is, so they make a thing that they think is pizza and call it Pizza Hut, and that's what everybody thinks is pizza now. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's awesome. So I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> you know, like, is this actual pizza? Nobody knows. Yeah, <laughs> there aren't any full-blooded yeah. Italians out here. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for for that episode. Uh, you know when when I see it. Um, but um, yeah, so my thing, my pizza party would be either pizza because pizza had had the arcade, you know, or the mm-hmm. mini arcade. Yep. You know, he had a couple of boxes there. I never went to Showbiz Pizza or Chuck E. Cheese, but I did have a friend who had a birthday party at is called Discovery Zone. Do you remember Discovery Zone okay. in the nineties? It was. It sounds familiar. So if you're in like O'Fallon, which again, mm-hmm. again, regionally specific to our area, we apologize. Uh, I'm sure they had them in other communities as well. But think about 
it's kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese, but instead of like games, it's like giant. Like there's a huge ball pit, and you know, like climbing and slides and and more activity rather than arcade gaming things like that. So that was we we did one of those. That was kind of fun for eleven year old me or whatever, however old I was back then. Uh, it sounds really familiar. So, um, wait, that's a good question for you, the listener. Where would you like to have a pizza party at if you could go back in time? And if you can't, where would you like to have a pizza party at now? And yes, you have to invite Nerd United. Yes. And I'm probably going to bring all my kids. <laughs> I, I'll, I just have one. So he does. He's older, though, so he does eat a lot. Well, there you go. So, um, all right. So let's move on then, if that's all right with you. Mike, are we all done talking about Invincible? I believe so. Fantastic. Well, you brought you, – you posed a really interesting question that I, I think is going to spawn a really nice discussion. So I'd let you take it away. Yeah. So it all started with um, – there's a show on Netflix called uh, The Irregulars. Hmm. And the Irregulars is – I'm not going to spoil it, but I, I recommend, Greg, you watch it. Uh, but it, essentially it takes place during the Sherlock Holmes days. And in fact, Sherlock Holmes and Watson are in it. Uh, they're not necessarily the stars of it, though. The stars are, are the, these group of kids called the Irregulars. There's a bunch of supernatural stuff that happens. Um, I won't say anything more about it because I don't want to accidentally spoil anything. But – I was as I was watching it, I was thinking that I like the setting of the I guess you call it Victorian era London, England. Yeah. I like that setting. And I was like, what I wonder if there's ever been a superhero movie made during this. And um I uh I and then I then I, I was thinking like, you know, what superhero if there hasn't been one, what what superhero could I put in there? That works perfectly, you know, and maybe not. Maybe it hasn't done been done before necessarily. Maybe not. That's not his or her usual setting, but it works. Okay. So, the one I had for which I wrote down for Old London slash Sherlock Holmes because I'm, I'm still not sure what to call that. Uh, but I figure, uh, of course, you would have Blade in there. Okay. Like I, I see Blade working perfectly during that time. And I don't, I don't know. I think Blade, if I looked it up correctly, ages slowly. Yes. So you could have it to where Blade was, you know, in his you know twenties or whatever back in that time, and he was, you know, that he he might have been, you know, this mythical creature that everybody talks about. So I think that there's a unique way of like taking that and and causing some type of stir or unrest in Victorian England uh, where they might confuse Blade with, like, Jack the Ripper. That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. Yes. Yes, 100%. <laughs> um, so that's good. I'm trying to think. Who who would I put in Victorian England? I, I'm split, if I may, between two yeah. X-Men. Okay. Okay. Ooh, okay. I think Beast. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. And, and the other one I think would would be maybe a little too obvious, but Charles Xavier. I could, I could, I can see both of those. I see, I see Beast slightly more, but I could definitely see a world where uh, Professor X is there. I think the biggest problem with Xavier being there mm -hmm. is that's probably at the very beginning of elevator technology. And I just feel like mobility True. would be an issue. <laughs> and, and those cobblestone streets, <laughs> right. you know, that's going to be, that's going to be rough. Uh, I, well, Sorry, uh, he, he'd probably be able to uh, figure out a way. So, all right. So uh, the next one I thought of was, I thought, okay, who would be somebody interesting in a jungle setting? They're in the jungle. Now, there's a lot of um, comic book characters that are in the jungle, you know, uh, Swamp Thing, Swamp Man, Man Swamp, all those. Thing um, Swamp. <laughs> yeah, all those Thing Mans. But um, 
I one, I, I don't know how, what you think of it, but I I think it would be interesting to see Aquaman in there. I'm gonna throw at least one name out to you. Okay, I don't know if uh, if you'd ever consider. What about a little fellow by the name of Beast? No. <laughs> okay. Um, I do like it. Well, I it, and actually, I mean, it started as a joke, um, but I think he would do very because of his more like feline features. You know, yeah. like when when you think you think like leopards or panthers or you know whatever mm-hmm. whatever big cat rules the jungle and, and right my jungle knowledge or my big cat jungle knowledge here extends to like the Tarzan movie. <laughs> You know? That's all you need. Oh, uh, sure, fine. Um, however, like I, Beast is very, like he's very gentle. You know, mm-hmm. he's a, something of a gentle giant. So I just don't know. He, you know, I, I'm sure he's he like, I'll do what I got to do to survive, but I'm not going to enjoy it type of thing. So I, your, your answer is not good. Um, only thing I, I would see as a uh, maybe a slight downside is obviously the contrast because because. I, and I, I don't know that much about the jungle either, uh, but I'm thinking the green, the vegetation, all that. You have the blue that stands out, maybe not in the best way, uh, meaning like everybody can see him. You what, know, what about? I, I again, I, I'm not. I hope that I'm not just going to be like all the X Men or X Men here, X Men, but Wolverine would fit well in the jungle setting. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. So. Uh, snick snicketing those vines away. That's right. You know? he, he's only cutting the ones he's not swinging from. That's right. No, oh yeah, perfect. All right, I only have one more setting, but if you have any more you you think of, let me know. Okay. And for this one, I actually have two uh, uh, people because uh, I couldn't think of one. Uh, but this is like an old western. Okay. You know, old old eighteen hundred western, whatever the westerns were. I don't really don't know. Well, you've got um, two, so you give one, I'll give one. Uh, one was one you just named, which is Wolverine. Yeah, fair. Yeah, but I mean, it, because of his like powers, mutant abilities, things like that. Like, right. I kind of and, and realistically, if if you wanted to look at you know how he was written in like Wolverine Origins. Uh, there's a world where he exists in Victorian England as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I, yeah he, he could be in all these settings, <laughs> right? And and he's him and Beast, yeah. And he's you know from Canada, spent time in you know the uh, like the Yukon and the Alaskan territory and things like that. So he's like hardened to the elements, you know. Like there's there's nothing yeah. that's really going to affect Wolverine. So yeah, I mean, it's almost it's almost too easy. To, to pick mm-hmm. Wolverine. But you know who nobody's yeah. picking? Batman. Is that your pick? No, that's not. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, so you, my pick was going to be super on the nose. And I was going to be like, Jonah Hex. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> Never been done before. Let's try Whoa. it size. <laughs> hmm. Did you ever see the movie Cowboys? It's either Cowboys and Aliens or Cowboys versus Aliens. No, I did not. Daniel Craig and other people. Yeah, well, there's probably others in that movie. <laughs> the, 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 although, that was a rough one to get through. Um, I've seen it twice. I, I mean, I've seen it once. I, I actually turned it on again, like maybe within the last year, 18 months to, to mm-hmm. watch it. And I got a couple minutes in. I'm like, no, I'm just going to pass. <laughs> that's no. That, that's not meaning to disrespect him. It's just like, I can't do it again. <laughs> yeah, not every movie is going to be great. It's okay. Um, yeah. Uh, well, no, never mind. Uh, <laughs> um, but so Jonah Hex is super on the nose. But I'm trying. Like, I, I, I wonder if there's um, if, if if like a, a maybe not a Superman per se, but someone who could be like from the stars, but still appear humanoid enough to. You know, pass and not get, you know, run out of dodge, literally. Martian Manhunter. Yeah, I think I think that's a really good one, actually, because uh, his demeanor is very, you know, he's pretty soft spoken until mm-hmm. you know he's not, um, and he has, yeah, he has the ability to, you know, mask his his true features. So I think Martian Manhunter is a really good pull. 
Uh, so, so the other one I had written down is what you've already said, but you said it as a joke one. Jonah X? No, Batman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, so like, I, I, I wasn't necessarily thinking like Batman. I was thinking more Bruce Wayne, actually. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> because I now that I think about it, Batman, like in the hot, like Western, like with the leather and thing, that's gonna be horrible <laughs> for him. He's just gonna be sweating through it through his cowl. Um, but because I actually wrote down, I put Batman in parentheses, no gadgets, like okay. some some kind of story where he like not like Batman was born there, like he went back in time, and there's a mystery because I, I want to him to use his detective skills and and to show how intelligent he actually is, uh, rather than hey, I just have these expensive toys. Um, It'd be more Bruce Wayne than Batman. There is, yes, uh, it's a book that I think you should have in your possession. uh, Written by Grant Morrison. Um, It's about a six month, uh, six issue, yeah, six issue comic book limited series by DC Comics. It's Batman: The Return of Bruce Wayne, and. as I mentioned, written by Grant Morrison and uh, uh, rotating artist Chris Sprouse, Fraser Fraser Irving. Um, but this is after um, after Batman got uh, lost in the time stream. This is after Final Crisis. Um, he uh, is like trying to work his way back to present day Gotham. He starts out as like a caveman. He's like a in like Puritan uh, Massachusetts or whatever, you know, like the witch hunts time, a uh, pirate. Uh, he is in the wild West. So okay, when, okay. when you, when you get there, uh, remember we had this conversation and then of yes. course uh, uh, he's back in, in modern day. So, um, but yeah, so it, it, it exists. Uh, um, it exists in, in, in some form. Um, yeah, uh, check out Batman: The Return of Bruce Wayne, Mike, and uh, any of our good listeners out there. Yeah, that's all I have for settings. Well, what about? Uh, all right, so I'm going to. You already did what, what's considered the Hound of the Baskerville. I'm going back in, in my brain mm-hmm. to um, 1980s. 1980s. Greg had a VHS cassette from Sports Illustrated that I won. My, my, my mom or dad probably won it at some little like school raffle or something like that, but it was like sports bloopers. And, okay. And they're talking uh, about, in the section, they're talking about the NFL and like some of the crazy conditions that used to, you know, be before global warming. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you had to play in like really horrid conditions. Like there's a, it was a game, I think, in Chicago that was played under such extreme fog that the fans in the stands could barely see the game. You know, like okay. there, there, there's a line in there from the reporter at the time. It's like, I'm on the field and I can barely see the action. The fans uh, behind me can't. They're relying on the public address announcer to, you know. So, wow. but, but the narrator calls that hound of the Baskerville weather because it's all the fog, which lays perfectly right. in with like Victorian England, which we've already discussed. Mm-hmm. The, uh, another one is I always think of like Green Bay, uh, home of the Packers, the home of the frozen tundra. So when you talk about like locations and climates and, and things like that, uh, tundra w- was one of the ones that, that stuck out to me. And just for fun, Ooh, let, okay. let's take Wolverine off. <laughs> Okay. Off okay. The table. <laughs> All right. For Frozen, I think I don't know if we've named this person or not, but I think Beast could be. Uh, that's the one, really. <laughs> you just had to say that while I was taking a drink. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was like, yes, I'm going to time it perfectly. Uh, no, let's see. Um, all right. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what elements I like in fr- uh, Frozen Tundra that can work. First of all, I don't like any elements because it's cold and I hate the cold. Fact. Um, I, for some reason, and I don't, I don't think this works at all, but the first person I thought of was Magneto. And I, and the only reason I think I'm thinking of that is because I don't like the cold. I'm thinking like 
just like don't care about anything. And I thought Magneto. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm hoping there's metal around or he's just useless. He's just very cold. <laughs> he's just very cold. He's a cold, bitter man. Right. Um, so, again, sim- similar to like Jonah Hex, though, my, my first one's a little on the nose, and that'd be like Iceman. I, I thought of Iceman too, but yeah, I thought, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, you know, Killer, Killer Frost. Uh, yeah. But also, if you remember the first Fantastic Four movie, like, bef- mm-hmm. you know, before he was Captain America. Right. He was a smart mouth teenager with fire abilities. And there's like there's something to be said for human torch in in the cold where he could just be like snap his fingers and make a hot tub. Be like, hey ladies. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like I like the contrast for sure. I was just thinking of somebody, now I forgot it. Which is how my brain works a lot, because I'm old. Like you couldn't do like my- Colossus, you couldn't do anybody who Who's like you know in any metallic exterior? Like I think even Iron Man would struggle. Although you know he did find the uh, high altitude uh, freezing right. <laughs> uh, um, aspect, but like I feel like anybody where where the moisture, like especially the extreme cold moisture, would cause like stiffness of joints. Like I have stiffness of joints. It's not fun. It in this any you know weather, let alone you know frozen tundra. So. You, you know, there's another person I just thought of that you normally think of this person in a jungle setting, if I know the character. Um, but I think he could adapt very well to the tundra. And that is uh, Craven. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Again, uh, the the premier hunter of the Marvel Universe. Um, yeah. I think he's, yeah, very very adaptable. Yeah. Because I think you want somebody that, that can be alone by themselves mm-hmm. and survive. So yeah, Wolverine would have been a great choice, but we got to rid of it. <laughs> Sabretooth. No. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, that does remind me of the, uh, um, the nineties Marvel, you know, X-Men cartoon. Uh, and it's again, a buddy of mine had, Different buddy than the birthday party, but I'm pretty sure that this buddy was at the other buddy's birthday party. Anyway, uh, had a VHS of some, it's like, you know, maybe a two pack of those, you know, two episodes of those um, cartoons in one. And one of them was X-Men, the cartoon, uh, uh, Cold cold Vengeance or something like that, or, or okay. dish, dish Best Served Cold, whichever yeah. one. It's where uh, Wolverine and Sabretooth meet up in... You know, like in Alaska, in Canada, or in you know the Arctic Circle, wherever mm-hmm. it's frozen cold. And and I I, I want to say that it was probably Alaska or somewhere in Canada because I think a beaten uh, Wolverine is like taken in by by uh, the Inuit people or or the the local tribe of of that region. I, I don't want. I actually just saw that episode like within the last couple months. Okay, all right. Yeah, Disney, yeah, so you're right. Yeah, Disney Plus for the win. Yes, yes. Um, what about, I mean, we've talked about old West, any mm-hmm. other, but in, in, and you had really good ones because you had like time periods and very specific minds like, let's throw them in the cold. Let's, yeah, yeah but still, you know, it still works. Um, any, and, and I mentioned, you know, like Batman who, you know, in, in Batman, uh, the return of Bruce Wayne did, a uh, there, there's an issue in there where he's on the high seas as a pirate. But if you take that out. Mm-hmm. What other, like, do you know of any other um, he, you know, I, characters who had been like, I think I'd been a good pirate? Deadpool. Oh, okay. Um, Deadpool, I, I, I will go, I'm not going to go, I say I go one better, but like, if that's 1A, then I think 1B is mm-hmm. Deathstroke, because I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. he already has an eye patch. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's already there. Uh, I definitely think Death Deathstroke would be the captain. Like if if he wasn't the, the captain already, he's going to become the captain right. very quickly. Uh, yeah, I, now, I imagine I, Deathstroke I, fact, and and yeah. uh, imagine Deathstroke and Deadpool on the same ship, where you know Death, that's what Deathstroke's yes. going to be the captain, and Deadpool mm-hmm. because he can't keep his mouth shut. He's like he might have been like first lieutenant. But he's just slowly talking his way down the pecking order. 
Right. To where he's like the, but, the, the cook's aide. <laughs> yeah. But he also doesn't care. Right. You know? And, yeah. and there's, there like, it's almost like every day they make him, like, walk the plank. Yeah. And, and he does. And then and he, he just, like, just comes back. Climbs back up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wade. <laughs> yeah. Um, so any other, any other ones that uh, might be of interest to you? Uh, no. Okay. Well, that's our show, everybody. <laughs> uh, if you if you haven't yet, uh, check out Batman: The Return of Bruce Wayne. I know Mike will. He might uh, run and, and find it in the box as soon as we're done recording here. Look, he's running already uh, with the headset on. That's that's and that headset is connected by a wire. It's a very long wire, and it's going all the way downstairs. Uh, <laughs> um, but Mike, I, I, the good news about Batman: The Return of Bruce Wayne, I can tell you is. Um, it's I I know this because I have the book or, or you have the book, but it's a hard hardbound book. Right. It's, it's hard copy, um, but it's a very quick read. So if you started it Good. when we finished the episode, you'd finish it by bedtime. Sweet. So uh, Mike knows what he's doing the rest of the night. I've just yeah. told him. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, but find find Batman: uh, The Return of Bruce Wayne. Uh, you know, find it at your local comic book shop if, if they don't have it. Um, no, no, ask him for it. Uh, Mike, you might have Final Crisis uh, in, in the box as well. So read Final Crisis first. Okay. Natural lead into the return of Bruce. Uh, so anyway, that is it for this episode of Nerds United. I hear screaming children, so I think it's my cue to go. Uh, we appreciate you. We apologize. We don't have a YouTube video for you this week, but really that's just because we couldn't think of a good topic and we didn't want to force anything, and yep. that's okay. Uh, so we'll see you next time here on Nerds United for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. I'm Greg Mahachko saying, I've got to go wrangle some children and be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.